Hello and welcome to a breakfasty episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. podcast with avery and lena this is not like my regular breakfast it's pretty sweet and sugary (laughs) (laughs) um i think the boozy part is probably part of your regular everyday breakfast more brunch (laughs) (laughs) by brunch i mean 9 (laughs) a.m yeah so we're not taking any time getting into this episode i don't think so we have tea cooling as we speak yeah so Our first thing is from Beverage Bombs, which are are based out of Edmonton, and they're diffusible tea and coffee bombs. So we have the Firefly Chai. Okay. So I couldn't find a lot on the company. We got it from the Uproots Market, which we've talked about from the Edmonton Farmer's Market podcast. But of course, I found stuff on Chai, which originated in India. It's the Hindu name for tea which actually originated in the chinese word for tea um it's the technical name is masala chai and masala means spice blend okay which makes sense indians used to use it as more of a herbal drink for almost medicine than a recreation drink but it's delicious so we drink tea okay more for recreation now and in the 1830s the british india company realized that most of their tea came from china and they didn't like that so they cultivated the tree um or the tea that was already growing in india and so by 1900 50 percent of britain's tea was made in india it makes sense i guess there was closer ties to india with britain than I wouldn't say peaceful ties, but there were ties there. Yeah, but 10% grown by China and the other 33% was in Ceylon, which is now Sri Lanka. Oh, yes. Because that changed names in the 70s? I don't know when. (laughs) Let's get to I want to pretend like I know stuff. Oh, that's nice. It's already pre-sweetened. It had like crystallized forms when we made it. Oh. When we made it, it came in like a little heart in gold foil and just kind of bubbled up. It was like a solid brick, wouldn't you say? This tasted way better than what I thought it was going to be. Oh, really? I I know you're adding milk and I'm just having... I I didn't know what to expect. Usually I just leave my tea as is, like just a package. I like it in there. I like it steeped. I'll I'll keep my tea bag in there the whole time as I'm drinking yeah. it. This um, we made it in a French press because I I think I got in the habit of that last year when I was using loose tea. Yeah, and just pressing it down for big pots for, two for of both us. of us. Yeah. So yeah, this has a sweetness to it that I was not expecting. I think sugar was one of the top oh, ingredients. Okay. So maybe that's why I like it so much. But the tea itself is pretty. Yeah, there's nice. a nice like not just flavor the, blend in there. Yeah, not just the spices. The actual tea has a nice flavor. It's nice. I'll say nice three more times to describe it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it, it's smooth. It goes down very easy. This would be a nice little caffeine kick to start the day. Little yeah. sweetness. Just mellow. I might have yeah. to take a couple of those to work with me. Just uh, have. I think they'd be nice. No, you don't need that. I find it <laughs> I find it would actually be easier because I add the sh- a little bit of sugar to my tea. And it's not too sweet. It's the perfect amount. I'm yeah, very, I yep. like a little bit, not too much. So I wouldn't have to f- be fiddling around first thing in the morning with like okay. loose tea or... Yeah. And they came with little sachets. 
anyway. So, yeah. I think the sachet would be fine if we were doing our own bags. Yeah, our own, like, mongo. But, like, using a French press was yeah. well worth it. And we could kind of watch it bubble more because it, cause it's glass, so we could see yeah. right through. And it, anything so. that we do on the podcast, we try to follow that recipe almost exactly. Yeah. But I think even for me, I could use a little bit more water in this than okay. just just to, not to be cheap, but I think I just want more of it. And I'm just too lazy no, to make two pots. I think pots. it's, we'd have to add two. I think it's perfect. It's a perfect. Mm. They do have the recipe for making a chai latte as well. Yeah. And I don't drink. Awesome. I usually don't drink lattes and stuff like that. So. And I exist on lattes. That's a whole meal for me some days. <laughs> Yeah, so while we're finishing up, let's take let's hear a word from our sponsor. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by ATB. Even now, good advice is within your reach. Your financial situation today, tomorrow, or even this very hour is why ATB is here. ATB will listen and help you with the knowledge and solutions you need right now. Why? Because ATB was built to help Albertans. For more information, visit atb.com. So I think we both finished that tea off pretty quick. I think I could go for a whole cup of that. I don't want to share it with you. So. It's only half a cup. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we're doing this at night. So <laughs> don't want too much caffeine. But there's not as much as coffee or I think even orange pico. We don't want too much caffeine. But the rest <laughs> of the sugar is fine. We don't want too much caffeine because we're going to sugar up. Talking about sugar, our next product is Captain Crunch's Berry Tastic Pancake Mix by, <laughs> by the makers of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> that was really fun to say. I can yes. hear that on a Saturday morning cartoon for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time we've had Captain Crunch. It's really fun to say Captain. <laughs> Made in 1963 by Quaker Oats. They were made to simulate a recipe that one of the workers mothers or grandmothers used to make and it was a brown sugar and butter that went over right and yeah they also want to use existing oh no that's wrong uh, <laughs> but it was kind of revolutionary because it used oil to help coat the cereal and the flavoring which yeah which was just revolutionary. They could bake the flavor in with coat it in oil, nice and healthy. And that's all I have to say about that because I have a lot of facts about Horatio Magellan Crunch, <laughs> who is <the> captain. <laughs> His ship is the Guppy. He yeah. was born on Crunch Island in the Sea of Milk. Interesting. I've so been there. It led me to Crunch Facts, which is a news outlet dedicated to Cap and Crunch. Um, I mean, put on. By the company, of course. <laughs> so his story. What is goes, not like fa fact based facts? It's right up there with a uh, New York Post, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so his sad story. His parents were killed during secret bombings by the U.S. in World War II, and he was adopted by an American sailor, and that sailor was JFK. And his face was then put on Mount Crunchmore. <laughs> <laughs> He's had some ad adversaries. In the 70s, his enemy was Jean Lafoot, a pirate who makes counterfeit Captain Crunch. I'm sweating him. <laughs> and I don't he know sounds he French. He is. And I don't know if you remember in the 80s. That was in the 70s. In the okay. 80s, it was, his enemies were the Soggies. Yes, I remember the Soggies. Who were kind of like milk blobs. And I was very against the, the Soggies. I was a big. I still am. 
I really liked Captain Crunch as a kid, so. Yes. So we go from one fictional character to the other, and that's Aunt Jemima. (laughs) (laughs) A lot more controversial than Cap'n Crunch these days. So two friends bought a flour mill back in 1888 in Missouri, and they used their excess flour to make pancakes, hence Aunt Jemima pancake brands. They stole the character from a vaudeville poster. It was kind of blackface performers who did this kind of, yeah, you know, not very. No. Not very PC. It's just the, the mammy, like enslaved archetype, just happy slave. Yeah. So, um, there they made there were lots of legends that were all made up how she used to cook for a plantation owner and she helped him get out of a pickle by an escape union soldiers um by like distracting them with pancakes after apparently he died like this is the, all the stories they made up so we believe she was a char- real character okay. um they so, that she had to sell the recipe after his death to like support her and then she got rich there's like <laughs> they used to come with paper dolls on the box and they had like her and her family that were all in scraps, and then you could get them when they after they bought the, sold the recipe, and you could have them like wearing nicer clothes. Wow! <laughs> Luckily, things are changing. In June this year, they um, got rid of the Aunt Jemima character on the boxes. Yeah, I remember that. She's not even on this box, but where this is Cap and Crunch, it's kind of no. iffy. And apparently, the name will eventually change. Okay. So, in case you're wondering why we brought up Aunt Jemima, it is an Aunt Jemima. Pancake mix with the Captain Crunch's berry tastic pancake mix. Yes. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure what I read about him was real, unlike the Aunt Jemima stories. Yes. Almost positive. Pretty much 100% real. If you look up the JFK biography, I'm sure it mentions Captain Crunch. <laughs> but anyway, these are fun. They are. The, they have all these colorful dots in there. Tiny dots, yeah. not like funfetti. Funfetti. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of bluish gray with little specks. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but it needs, it needs syrup. Oh, hey. So you talk about syrup, and this is my research. Yes. When I was looking up these pancakes, the, the pancake mix in the States, this is from, or no, I was looking at the back of the box. No, no, you looked it up and didn't notice that the back of the box has it, I think. No, I think I looked at the back of the box, and I had to look up to see if it was real. Okay. So there is a... Ocean Blue. Yeah, it's Ocean Blue Artificial Maple Flavored Syrup. And I didn't believe that this was real, like, because it's so blue. Not blueberry blue. Yeah, it's just like Captain Crunch hat blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I... And it's, it's poured on the pancakes on the box, and it just does not look correct. It looks weird. So I went online... I can't find it in Canada. Well, you can't find this in Canada either, but I have a connection, so we were able to get this. But she, I don't think she had to see it because I would have bought that as well. But yeah, it's really blue. It's really weird. Because it didn't sink into the pancakes on the picture on the box, it looks like someone poured kind of like blue jello on yes. top. <laughs> or jelly or something. Yeah, like, yeah, that melted a bit, but. So I, I want to get some of this maple. Ocean Blue Artificial Maple Flavored Syrup. So I think it would just be fun. And COVID's just ruining our plans to go down to the States. Yeah. Because I was able, I was, I could have got it off of Amazon, but it was $44. You oh. had to buy two of them. It's like Costco. Yeah, but I didn't want to pay $44. Because when I looked on like Walmart.com, 
You can buy one jug for like three dollars in the states. Oh, so we'll get there someday. Yeah, that's the top of my exists. list. So um, we also don't need that much blue syrup in our house. <laughs> and you know, I will say about these pancakes: there's a lot, awful lot of sugar and ingredients in this pancake mix. So I buy pancake mix, although normally whole wheat. It's not as fun as I had hoped. It's not as Captain Crunch as I had thought. No, the Captain Crunch flavor isn't there. No. And there's a lot of there's a lot of ingredients. There's a lot of chemicals and for not tasting it. If I could taste it, great. But it's kinda lost in It reminds me of Stampede. Yeah. Like just that like pancake mix, pancake flavor. But you are right. It needs syrup, but it needs blue syrup. Yeah, I think it's like fake maple syrup. Obviously fake. It's blue. I've never <laughs> I mean maybe What? There's no blue sap coming out of trees? Maybe there are on Crunch Island. I was just going to say that, like in the Milky Sea. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what kind of trees they have, so. Well, if that wasn't sugary enough, we're, enough, we're going to move on to Jolly Rancher cereal. <laughs> Great way to start your day. Not as much sugar in a serving as I thought. We'll get right into it. It's all. It's a General Mills product, but we talked about Jolly Ranchers before. They've been around since 1949. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I think we talked about it when we had a Jolly Rancher fudge in the summer. Yes. So, so it was a couple from Colorado who had an ice cream store. They yeah. realized that wasn't profitable half of the year, so they focused on the hard candies. And then eventually it became cereal. It's, it's pretty. It's so pretty and sparkly. There, one of them, I think, is watermelon. Just beware. The... F- you're you are right. The colors are very vibrant. So, Ooh, did you get the only purple one? No, no, I see one. No, there's lots of purple. Oh, in there's there. lots. I just couldn't see. So there's four different colors. There's green, blue, red, and brownish purple. I don't want to say how delicious this actually is, and weird, and del- like, no, it's kind of gross actually. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I like this or not. I can't stop eating it. <laughs> it has this like Jolly Rancher sourness to it. Mm-hmm. I'm crunching and it's bothering Avery. <laughs> no, that's not bothering me. I'm trying to place it. It's Jolly Ranchers. It's Jolly Ranchers mixed with Captain Crunch. Maybe honeycombs? Maybe. Except for not that shape because they're little squares or little rectangles, I guess. Yeah, but it yeah, it tastes like Jolly Ranchers mixed with a cereal. It's exactly what it should be. I need a bowl of this with milk. We're just having it dry. Um, I don't know if I can do that first thing. I don't even have. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll give you the visual cue of what we're (laughs) laughing at, but I poured some milk in the bowl. It's a very flexible, these little weird flexible. Ingredient bowls. bowls. I'm going to crunch more, so just brace yourself. And Lena's just shoving it in like an animal. I'm drinking it. (laughs) You know what might be interesting to make with that? Would be cereal milk. I definitely could see having a craving for this. In a, <laughs> in a weird way. I'm not a pot smoker, but I could see craving this afterwards. Uh, and that brings up an interesting fact that I read today. I think it might have been Twitter or something, but with all these different brands coming together, like Jolly Rancher cereal, you know, Our next Captain thing. Crunch pancakes, Frosted Flakes, Lucky Charms. It's like somebody was super high. And they finally were put in charge of these food companies, and now they're just making whatever their high brains have come up with. Yeah, just like reworking the classics. Like yeah, like, Jolly oh, Ranch- you know what would be good? Jolly Rancher cereal. Man, that's good. Let's give it a shot. And they did. And it came out great. Next, I want Jolly Rancher pancakes. Like, I was a little... Yeah? If it 
the Captain Crunch was lost. The Berry Tastic was lost, but the Jolly Ranchers were not. I'm. They did that well. I'm going to go with I recommend it. <laughs> if you like Jolly, if the idea even appeals a little bit to you, go for it. I'm having one of your soggy ones, so they didn't get a so- very soggy. I guess they're winning the but, war against the soggies. <laughs> but they weren't in the milk that long either. No, that's true. I poured the milk on, and you just slurped it back. Yeah, it was, the milk was kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> we have another cereal, which is a mixture of two. It's Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes. Well, actually, Frosted Flakes is a Kellogg's product. This is General Mills, so I won't even talk about Frosted Flakes, even though they're called Frosted Flakes. It's not like Tony the Tiger Frosted Flakes. It's oh, just a okay. Oh, I thought it was flake. like Tony the Tiger. They're great mixed in with the leprechaun. And no, because there was no picture of him on the box. There oh, was okay. No, and that is a Kellogg's. Um, so we'll just talk about Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, General Mills, since 1964. They have. More bits in them, which are marshmallow bits. Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, and now let's talk about the mascot. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky the Leprechaun, or Sir Charms. Ooh, he was Sir actually Charms. around since 1963, even though when I read that 1964 was... When Lucky Charms were out. So I don't know. Was if he was just hanging that. around the cereal mill? And- <laughs> they just had a, a mascot and then we're like, he needs a cereal. I don't know <laughs> if I, I mean, I get my stuff from Wikipedia. That's always a little iffy, but this is what I read. It's like what came first, uh, cereal or the mascot? The mascot? I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the mascot came first in any of these. <laughs> yeah, he was first called L.C. Leprechaun. Um, but in 1975, I don't even know why. I was going to try to look into it more, and I'm like, I don't want to know why. In 1975, in England, in New England only, they had Waldo the Wizard, which just lasted for like a year. <laughs> I don't know why. Were they him. called like wizard? No idea. <laughs> I just left it at that because it was funny. (laughs) Yeah, so they base Lucky Charms and the marshmallows on charm bracelets. Yeah, yeah. So Makes sense. All the shapes were charms. Like, I don't know. There's... They there was a lot. There's lucky clovers. There's rainbows. They had rainbows for Pride Month. They had sp- ones with sprinkles in them. Um, they've mixed marshmallow shapes oh. to make like one better one. They the marshmallows are more vibrant than okay. they used to be. And in 2017, there was a contest for a marshmallow only box. You had yeah. to like get the right UPC code. Like, <laughs> and then in August of this year. They actually sold a limited quality quantity of just the marshmallow. Interesting. Like in a box, I don't know if it was a box or bag for this year, but it was a. Box. So, so I'm I'm done and listening to you ramble. I'm going to try some frosted flakes first as I maul them yeah, all. See and, if they take. I don't know the last time I had frosted flakes. Probably yeah. from one of those little tiny camping yeah. boxes, or I don't know. We took them camping. I don't even know the last time I had Lucky Charms. Probably the 80s. I think these Frosted Flakes are better than for Tony the Tiger Frosted Flakes. I don't even know. Not a lot of marshmallows, and I just took two before Avery could get his... I don't even know what this is. Maybe a unicorn? I just had two pink ones, but I'm going to try Marshmallow and Frosted Flake together now. Mm. The mar- the marshmallows remind me of what I remember them. Yeah, that they brought back. Uh, they're kind of hard and crispy. But soft at the same time. I could go through a bit whole bag of those. Just the marshmallow. I could go through a whole bowl of the cereal pretty quick. <laughs> it's, it's sweet. <laughs> oh, I got a rainbow. They're magically delicious. Definitely sweeter than... 
I don't really eat cereal in the morning anyway, but then what we normally get. I'm not going to do it, but I think we have to have like Tony the Tiger with an Irish accent saying they're great because this cereal is great. I love it. I wish I could do that, but I just can't. I'm not going to. I'm no good at accents, so I just don't do them. Yeah, me either. That's why I'm not. I feel like it was my birthday last week. And I feel I could have celebrated my birthday by starting the day off with those. <laughs> Nothing says 42, like a bowl of Frosted Flake Lucky Charms. <laughs> so you wanted to have these like six years ago then? Ooh, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed by both the cereals. But now... They're both fun. They're really good. Now I'm an adult, you know, so... <gasps> I also could have started my birthday day off with alcohol, which is what we have next. <laughs> Who doesn't like a little bit of cream liqueur in their coffee? So we have, and I've been so excited for this, we have 40 Creek Nanaimo Bar Cream Liqueur, which 40 Creek is a brand of Canadian whiskey. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I'm I've seen a, it. I'm not a whiskey drinker. And it's from Grimsby, Ontario since 1992. And it's actually has been owned by the Campari Group since 2014. The Italian, you must have heard of Campari, sort of alcohol. <laughs> okay. So now, Nanaimo Bears. I don't know. They've been around for years. The first, in the 1952 Women's Auxiliary of the Nanaimo Hospital Cookbook, they had a recipe for Nanaimo Bears, but they were called Chocolate Squares. And they were a take on things that there's been called London Fog Bars, New York Slices, almost the same kind of recipe. And then a year later, another cookbook published in Vancouver had a similar recipe, and they called it a Nanaimo Bar. Okay. Um, it, so who knows how long they've been around, but the name has been around since the 50s as Nanaimo Bar. Just Nanaimo bars are my favorite type of bar. They really are. My all-time favorite bar, like whether it's like square or whatever, Nanaimo bars up there. I got really excited when they were called like a London Fog bar, and I figured there'd be like an Earl Grey bar, but <laughs> okay. But it, it it was just another. It was the same kind of thing. Yeah. That would be disappointing. So I don't know if this is good in coffee. We'll see. I just heard cream liqueur. So it instead of Bailey's, you would use this. Exactly. Oh, that does taste like an Nanaimo bar. Oh my God, does it ever. And you don't really like Bailey's, right? No. This is delicious. This is as good as you imagine. Yeah, I wasn't sure what to think about this, but it seems like they just pureed a whole bunch of Nanaimo bars and mix in with booze. And it just came out perfect. But it has a better texture than pureed Nanaimo. Yeah. It's like a Bailey's type texture. <laughs> but I'd say it's it's not as thick as a Bailey's. Yeah, you're right. And it might even be a little more alcoholic than Bailey. Like a little more alcohol aftertaste, which sound makes it sound bad, actually. The only it's, thing missing from this would be an ice cube. I meant to put it in the freezer. But damn, that's good. That's good. That is good. That bottle i think that it might take away from the cup of coffee and yeah coffee might overpower the so just start off with this instead true i we don't even mix it in with your coffee just drink this straight up or just have it in the afternoon or evening not morning no i don't see where you're going this is a breakfast podcast so thus this is breakfast true because we put it because we threw it in there i'm sure that's what they were thinking <laughs> when they made it and you know my take on breakfast if anybody is listening i do not like breakfast after lunch no 11:59 breakfast is over i do not have eggs for breakfast or supper i do not have pancakes for supper i hate 
breakfast at supper like or at lunch. For anyone out there listening, I rarely have eggs for breakfast. I normally have them for lunch. But if you're if Avery's ever working late, we either have fish or we'll have like pancakes and sausages. I'd rather come home to the smell of fish in the house than the smell of eggs. He doesn't get a say. <laughs> He's not even here. I do what I like. Yeah, I I have strong opinions about breakfast at supper. Yes, dear. <laughs> While we argue this yet again, let's listen to a <laughs> word from our sponsor. On this episode of the Mess Hall Podcast, we'd like to tell you about what's new with our friends at StoryHive. Are you one of those I really want to start a podcast people? Well, we've got a huge opportunity to share with you. Our friends at StoryHive are giving away 10 grants of $10,000 each to aspiring podcasters in BC and Alberta. Since 2013, Tell Us StoryHive has funded and supported emerging creators with mentorship and guidance from the National Screen Institute, bringing hundreds of creative Western Canadian projects to life. This time, they're taking the, to the airwaves with their inaugural podcast edition, dropping on November 4th. They're looking for original nonfiction podcast concept pitches from BC and Alberta residents. Apply before December 2nd at storyhive.com and you could get $10,000 to get your podcast off the ground. That's storytime.com for all the details. That was better than I had expected. Everything yes. generally. Yes, I agree. I, I wasn't sure what to expect from anything there. Yeah. And I was very happy. I was extremely excited, or maybe not excited, but delighted at everything that we had. Except the pancake. It wasn't Captain Crunch enough. It just wasn't. I feel it needs blue syrup or something. It It wasn't wasn't Captain Crunch enough, but I had another piece as you were rambling on about something. And the berry flavor was there. Okay. I, I felt it had more berry flavor the second time I went in for another bite. Now, sometimes things surprise us, and I feel like it has to do with, like, taste buds or at a certain time. Sometimes we've had things, and it's like, oh, that wasn't that best, and I might have one the next day, and it's, like, the best ever. Remember that happened with pumpkin pie yes. spice? Uh, fudge. The pumpkin I'm fudge. Like, oh, I can't really taste the pumpkin spice, and then it was so pumpkin spice when I had it after. Yeah, the Just, next I day. guess, all, it was one of the last things we had, so. Ah, uh, favorites? Oh, I don't know. This hard. The, the Nanaimo Bar liqueur was mm-hmm. absolutely perfect, spot on. I'm I'm really looking forward to having another glass of that. I should call in the sick hungover tomorrow because mm-hmm. I just want to drink that whole bottle right now. Yes, it went down fast, the little glass we had. Yeah, fast and know. smooth. That tea also, we for, I kind of forgot about that because it was first. Yeah, but yeah, the tea was good. Everything was good. I enjoyed it all. The only thing that was missing would be the blue syrup yeah. on the. We'll have and, to take our. And losses. that's not Captain Crunch's fault. It's because we'd have to travel Captain over the Milky Seas. And <laughs> I don't know that I, the Jolly Rancher cereal surprised me. Yeah, yeah. How Jolly Ranchery it was! It is. was very Jolly Ranchery, and it worked. Yes, you're right. It worked as a good cereal. I feel like I want to. I've never, I never had a cereal that had a little bit of sourness to it, or mm. and and it wasn't sour in a bad way. It was sour in a candy way. Yeah, I feel like I want to put on a onesie, put on some classic TV, uh, sorry, cartoons, and stay. Right. Your classic, the black and white. Stay on the cartoons. couch all day and just eat this kind of cereal. Yeah, and I think this would be perfect for any days that are coming up, winter months. Any day that ends in Y. Yeah. yeah. 
I feel like. But it was a super. It was a surprisingly fun, good episode of all the flavors. It was. It was. We started with that healthy tea. Yeah. Well, there was sugar in the tea, but and and with alcohol, that's a good brunch. <laughs> yeah, it was. I I enjoyed everything. It was really good. What was the best thing you ate this week? What were some of the highlights? Ooh, I'm sure you're going to. Yeah. Not like that. You asked me that question before you got to answer, but we went to. Daddio in Edmonton. Yeah, might have. Was a is a New Orleans jambalaya restaurant. Yeah. Um, with po' boys, I had the Bayou jambalaya, so andouille sausage and shrimp with blackened chicken on the side, and the best barbecue beans I ever had. Yeah, they, they were good. I like beans anyway, but. The texture of the beans, they, they used dry for sure and cooked them just perfectly. There was no mushiness to them. And My fork ran over to your side of the table a couple of times, so I got to try them and it was good. <laughs> With a cherry Coke, which you told me you saw them add the cherry syrup to, but that, yeah. that worked for me. I, that was a great. Yeah, I was going to get a black and chicken po' boy, but then they told me the special, mm -hmm. and it was a pulled rib po' boy, and I had that. It was delicious it was really good the uh waiter that sold me on it said they do it like once a year and i was sold i was sold he was very exuberant about it yeah he and is. he wanted to sell it and he sold me on it he said i don't get sold on specials i felt though he wasn't sleazy i felt like he no. was actually excited about yes. it himself and that made yeah there was good service it. there it was really it was a good spot fast, good yeah. service distant yeah i enjoyed it it was really good if they're listening and want to send us some food. <laughs> <laughs> send your po' boys care of. <laughs> that sounds kind of gross by the time it gets to Calgary. I'd still yeah. eat it. I think that was that was the best meal for sure. Um, yeah, that was definitely sorry, a highlight. Sorry, made some good meal, a good meal last night with long, oh, how long foot? No, two foot yeah, long? Two pasta? Two, two inches bigger than a hotel pan. Yeah. Because I couldn't cook long, them right. Long, like, long penne, long macaroni. I wouldn't say penne, like yeah. rigatoni. Yeah, just with the hole in it. Um, That was fun. Yeah, it was. It was fun, but not as delicious as yeah. this restaurant. So, yeah, keep keep eating. Send, eating. Yeah. Try some of this stuff if you see it. Yeah, if you ever try it or make sure you tell us how it is. Send us an email, Twitter, um, all that kind of jazz. Yeah, not everything's so hard to get. We just got some of the cereals. We got the cereal from Safeway. Yeah. And yeah, so let us know. Yeah. <laughs> let us know how it is. Let, we're always wanting to find out. And we have some Christmas coming up, so hopefully that'll be fun as well. And yeah, everybody, keep on eating like Lena said and let us know what you think. Keep making a mess. Have a fun night. <laughs> we need a better sign off.